Good afternoon. Economic freedom fighters, supporters of poured red paint and the statue of Martinus Vessel Pretorius standing at the City Hall in Pretoria. Earlier, these supporters protested at Church Square demanding the removal of the statue of Paul Kruger, which last weekend was defaced with green paint. The supporters chanting songs were also threatening to remove street names of all colonial leaders. The statue of Paul Kruger has been cordoned off with barbed wires. EFF Shwane Region's chairperson, Benjamin Desoloane, says they want to put more pressure on the city of Shwane to remove Paul Kruger's statue with immediate effect. We are here as the members and the community to make sure that we can offer the free manpower for removal of this stage of Paul Kruger. They are going to remove it. They are going to remove it. We are quite sure of that because it's something that they want to do also. But we are putting more pressure on them. A group of about 150 people has invaded land owned by the city of Cape Town at Kalkfontein near Colts River. Executive Director for Safety and Security Richard Bosman says law enforcement officials and police are on scene. He says they've tried to negotiate with the group to leave the area. And our staff are currently moving in to remove the materials and to uh, remove the structures from the land. This is the second land invasion we ran. Last night there were two. One was in the corner of New Way and um, the Spine Road area opposite the Lukagil. This morning, that was sorted out. We took down 40 structures and removed about a 1,000 pigs. And then the second invasion, which also took place last night, was the one in Kalkfontein. Foreign nationals who seek refuge at one of the camps at Isipingo, north south of Deben, says they are concerned that they might contract serious diseases due to a lack of adequate resources and exposure. Close to 300 refugees are being accommodated at the shelter with inadequate facilities and running water. They are victims of the ongoing xenophobic attacks in the greater Etekweni metro. Janine Naimana from Burundi is staying at the camp with her three young children, the youngest which is eight months old. She says she's scared of infectious diseases as a result of a lack of adequate facilities and resources such as water and toilets. Now I don't have even the, the place to sleep. I don't know where I'm going to go. I don't have a place to sleep. It's my kid. I just came from yesterday. I'm just like that. I got the three children. One, two, three. This one is seven years, two years and eight months. Never ate anything. What I can say to the people out there, just stop xenophobia. We are one people and we love you and we love to having a peace. Just we need a peace. The family of slain Gauteng Public Order Police Head Colonel David Makubele says they don't believe his murder was a pure criminal act. This comes amid suspicions that the motive behind the killing is in connection with his testimony at the Marikana Commission of Inquiry. Makubele was stabbed to death on Good Friday by unknown suspects in Johannesburg. The 55-year-old was laid to rest at Rubungwani Cemetery at Elam in Limpopo. His cousin Samson Boloi says they find the circumstances around his death difficult to accept. If this was work-related, it was not necessary for whoever did this to break our hearts in this manner. I don't believe that it was a simple criminal incident, because if it was, the police should have told us something was stolen. This was planned. Meaningful talks between President Barack Obama of America and Raul Castro of Cuba will be the first top-level negotiations between the two countries for more than half a century when the summit of the Americas resume in Panama City later today. Obama has signaled he's prepared to take Cuba off Washington's list of state sponsors of terrorism. 
The BBC's Will Grant has more. At that meeting, the two men will walk into history together, becoming the first sitting US and Cuban presidents to hold face-to-face -face talks in almost 60 years. There are a slew of issues they still need to contend with. Cuba remains on the list of state sponsors of terrorism. They have very differing views of human rights. The US economic embargo is still in place on the island. But they may still be able to find a path through their shared difficulties and discuss a date for reopening embassies in their respective capitals in the near future. Your top story at four o'clock. Economic freedom fighters supporters have poured red paint in the statue of Martinus Vessel Pretorius standing at the City Hall in Pretoria. For Lotus FM News, I'm Tracy Velitham. I'll be back with more news at five. Lotus FM.